Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 262 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Natalie Hora. Thank you. Thank you, Natalie. Today we will be discussing... Discussing. Part one of chapter 21 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, The Unknowable Room. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to sploot your way through the details. I love a good sploot. I hope everybody knows what sploot means. It's what dog does when their legs go out. Sometimes I like to call them frogs, frog legs. Sploot. Um, okay. Cats can do it. Cats too. sploot too. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Megan. Yes. Tell me about your weekly profit news. I'm excited because we have been waiting to find out if we were going to get to be involved with LeakyCon Denver. And we have been confirmed for some panels. <laughs> so Katie and I will for sure 100,000% be attending LeakyCon Denver. I and will not with those same percentages. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I tried. I tried, guys. I was like, Tiff, are you sure? Don't you, do you want to come? Are you sure? What's going on? <laughs> you know, small baby. Um, Sorry. So we have been confirmed for we're going to be doing a Swish and Flick Live, which will be a chapter episode, which is going to be a challenge because it has to be an hour. So we're going to do our best. We'll probably take out some parts of the episode. Um, But anyway, doing a Swish and Flick Live. I believe that that is on uh, Friday. Friday evening. So Friday. It's, a new it's on day. Friday. Uh, we are also doing podcaster trivia battle with Fanatical Fix and Potterless. I'm really excited about this one. <laughs> Sequoia and Kim from Fanatical Fix like pitched this to me if we like wanted to join them on it and it's basically like Harry Potter trivia and it's like the podcasts against each other to see what podcast is best at Harry Potter trivia because like it's kind of a joke that like we We can podcast about the series but we can't listen there's something different about trivia it's it's panicky you have to Mm -hmm. answer I know um it's Everything like, leaves your brain. Limit. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's what happened when I was interviewing for that show. She was like asking me questions, and I was like, I would have to like pause a second, and then I would answer. I got a lot of them right, but I was like, geez, this is a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we're gonna be doing that. I believe that that one is on Friday m- morning. Um. The schedule is out though, so if you were to go on to Leaky Khan's website, you can check out um the schedule and then lastly i'm super excited about this one we're doing a panel called mental health in the wizarding world 
and we're going to be joined by Vanessa, who joined us on an episode like a year and a half, almost two oh years gosh, ago now. It was like forever um, ago. Yeah, we did like four episodes. So um, wish us luck that we can talk about this in an hour. You can't. Uh, so. <laughs> you're going to have so, to like to be continued at the end of this. You're going to be like, listen, you're going to have to go right. on the podcast. You're going to finish this out later. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And uh, that one is on Sunday morning. So um, Katie and I will be attending on Saturday, though. There's lots of stuff that we want to go and see. Um and hang out and all that jazz so we are also what say it right and all that jazz thank you um (laughs) we also will be planning a denver meetup um (sighs) okay can you get me bronco stuff i'm gonna cry legitimately (laughs) (laughs) so i'm actually i'm really excited because katie and i are flying in late wednesday evening and then we have all day Thursday to just like see Denver because we've never been to Colorado, period. It's so, so pretty. I can't wait for you to see the Rocky Mountains. It, they I'm are super like excited. Yeah, I'm super excited. We're actually going to go hiking on Thursday morning. So I'm where are you su- going? Uh, Kenosha Pass. Okay. It's like a 90 minute drive outside of Denver, but it's supposed to be one of the best places to go and see fall colors in denver you're gonna get so many good pictures yeah i'm like i might cry because i well i'm crying now (laughs) because i miss fall colors so much but i'm super excited because we're gonna be up in ohio this weekend we're gonna Uh be in chicago next weekend Uh and then we'll get denver Uh i didn't know you were going to chicago yeah it's um we are going to be staying with the brickharts yes but when sarah and i were in the disney college program um, we, our friend Tim, who worked with us, he's getting married basically. And he also lives in Chicago. So Katie and I are ushers. I'm super excited. Aww. And, um, yeah, we're staying with Sarah and Peter and we're all going to the wedding on Saturday, but it's like super short. Like we get in Friday and we leave Sunday morning, but wow, I'm still, I'm still excited. So, but anyway, LeakyCon, super excited. I can't wait to see everybody. Um, let us know if you're going to be there. Uh, and we will plan a meetup, though it will probably be similar to the Orlando one where it will happen like in the con, like at the con on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a good idea. It's Unless just easier. Just, there's just so much that goes on at the con that like. <clears throat> I can't imagine us having time to like plan something outside of it. Like even if it was going to be, yeah. it would be early in the morning and too tired. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we're already going to have to like be getting up early. Saturday's going to be such a long day because that's the Esther Earl ball. And I love that ball so much. So like, anyway, so yeah. So anyway, uh, I hope that everybody, I hope that everybody who is there comes and says hi to us. And I hope that you enjoy our panels i'm super excited i'm also really anxious because katie and i are are taking this on but we're gonna be fine we're gonna be you're gonna be fine it's gonna be great it's gonna be great it's gonna be great there's something about like hearing your voice echo throughout the room that is so unsettling (laughs) what are you talking about like when i'm in here i don't hear my own voice like i can just talk yeah but like wizardly world of kent there's like like, the back the feedback i don't i don't like that 
I know. I know. Oh it's going to be <laughs> It's going to be okay. No, you guys And will be I really fine. hope I cannot wait for them to announce LeakyCon 2023. <clears throat> and Ew, that that's one weird, That's weird to hear that year. I, I know, know, isn't it? That one we are all going to be at. Why don't we have flying cars yet? I just want to yeah. know. I drew those in school when we talked about the future. Where are they? The Jetsons said that they should be here by now. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And people are like, who are the Jetsons? In that case, turn <laughs> off this pod. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I love you. But go, go, go watch oh, some Jetsons. Oh my gosh. So yeah, boy, I'm excited. Right. It's happening. We will be in Denver. I'm very excited. Yes. And also, last thing about Denver is we will be having a booth again with a bunch of other podcasts called Wizarding Wireless Podcast Collective. Um, we will probably be picking up a shift, I'm sure, um, for the booth, but we'll have like stickers and merch and stuff added again. Um, I also designed a banner for it. I'm super excited to have that for like future events and stuff like that, because this was such an awesome like networking opportunity to like get to know other podcasts and whatnot. So yeah. Um, yeah. And we'll be there. There'll be merch from a bunch of other podcasts as well as ours. So you should go and check it out. And you might, you might find another Potter podcast that is awesome besides us. Like there's seriously so mm-hmm. many and like so many different topics yep. and whatnot so like that we're gonna have brochures so that you can get little descriptions of all the different podcasts that are part of the collective um yeah. and yeah so that's that's something that there. i really like about the potter podcasting like scene is yeah. like we all connect with one another and we're all it's not it's like a big family like i don't feel like i'm like swish competes with them because we don't uh, yeah. i mean the more the merrier we love our potter fandom Yes, absolutely. Um, so that is all for Weekly Profit. But make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because I am telling you, word of mouth is how it spreads. We would it love is. for you to just tell us, tell a friend about us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, that would mean everything to us. So, yeah. Even if you just text somebody right now, pick up your phone. Right now, text somebody. Be like, yo, I know you like Harry Potter. Listen Listen to this podcast. Go on your social media. Be like, hey, listen to this podcast. Because the more we grow, hopefully the more content we can bring you. That is the main goal in my life. (laughs) And Megan's too. (laughs) And Katie's. And Katie's. What the heck am I? (laughs) I don't know. I thought you liked your other thing. (laughs) Wait, what other thing? Your other job. (laughs) job. (laughs) I mean... I like it but it's like a nine to five job you know like yeah. i only really like that so much totally. i would love to just content create like that would mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. that's the dream that's <sighs> the dream folks so as big as we grow the more that you get and the i don't know i feel like it would get better i'm excited tell your totally. friends tell yes. your family also if you haven't already <laughs> please subscribe to our youtube channel we are truly working on coming up with new things to bring to the youtube channel whether that is video podcasts or more vlogs um of like travel slash just like stuff at the wizarding world etc cetera, etc cetera. so um yes more youtube yeah, so make sure that you go over and subscribe to our channel. And if you don't already as well, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok 
at Switch Flickcast. We are really trying to expand the types of content that we put out. So follow us there to see some of the new ideas that we have been brainstorming come to fruition. So. Yep. Yep. Also, if you would like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast because truly your support is what keeps us going and keeps us growing and mm-hmm. keeps us moving forward. So mm-hmm. on top of helping us out in that way, you also get access to a bunch of things, including our Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, which literally gives me life. Our live recordings, which are so much fun, our trivia games that happen four times a year, our Swish swag boxes, and more. So thank you all so much for your support. Our current patrons, like, you guys rock. And as always, we are accepting Potter stories to our email, as well as any fun things, questions, or concerns. And our email is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Well then. Good job. I don't, I don't have an idea. It came up really fast. What do I do? Classic. Good classic. Oh, it's the recap, recap, recap. What's that? What's that from? I just made it up. Nice. Sound like a nice little jingle. Recap. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Oh my god. (laughs) Tiffany's Tiffany's new default. <laughs> it's just so much fun to do. <laughs> Speaking of awkward laughs from this man, is that what you call him? B? Lord B? Yeah. Snake person. Yeah. Uh, we uh, kind of recapped the mysterious life of Voldemort like early on. No one saw him for like 10 years. Comes back to Hogwarts, asks for the defense against the dark arts position again. Dude's looking real creepy. Dumbledore obviously won't hire him. And he knows how to push Voldemort's buttons. And there's some really questionable dead naming. Mm, Not yay. Give me a summary. All right. Where are we going? What? Where are we going? What are we talking about? Harry needs to get that dang memory. (laughs) But he just Mm -hmm. keeps thinking about good old Mr. Prince and hoping that he's gonna give him the ways into Horace Slughorn's mind to, you know, make him give that memory up. Uh, he does discover Sectumsempra, and then Ron's spellcheck wand begins losing its power, and he admits to Harry that he wants to break up with Lavender, and then we get a visit from Creature and Dobby. What is Master Malfoy been up to? It's all Marietta's fault basically is what we learn in this um in this little uh one third of the chapter i can't wait to get to whatever that (laughs) meant (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh okay let's go oh (laughs) so harry is now even more on a mission to get the memory from slughorn after being guilt tripped by dumbledore and He's going over, like, how do I get him to hand over this memory that is true about Voldemort's past? Eh, nothing's coming to him. So he's reading his potions book, and he's hoping that something's going to pop out at him. Maybe the prince has something that could help him out along the way. And Hermione's like, you're not going to be finding anything in there to help persuade Slughorn. And she's right. So basically... 
Harry is supposed to just be Harry. And that's the extra oomph that is needed to get the memory from Slughorn. It's Harry himself just being who he is, not a spell or a potion. And I think that's what the Felix does for him. Just kind of makes him a little more Harry. Yeah. You know, that's a good message. Just Harry. <laughs> Just Harry. And he's all like, don't start. He's like, the prince is fine. And he helped me save Ron. And as he's still reading through. And also, that's not what Hermione really like meant. She wasn't exactly like dogging on the prince in that moment. She's just saying like, you just had to be you to get this because of your history and who you are and how Slughorn treats people who he thinks he can benefit from. Sorry, I'm not sorry for all you Slughorn lovers out there. Like, I don't hate Slughorn and I don't dislike Slughorn, but he does use people to get ahead. Um, and so we come across everybody's favorite incantation. Uh. Quote, <laughs> he had just found an incantation, Sectum Sempra, scrawled in a margin above the intriguing words for enemies and was itching to try it out, but thought it best not in not to in front of Hermione. Instead, he surreptitiously folded down the corner of the page. First of all, how dare you bend pages? <laughs> Harry is that kind of monster. That is, I, I don't like that. Secondly, mm-hmm. can you imagine if he tried this like on Ron as a joke, not thinking like of the severity of the incantation that it could possibly have? Like, is he saying like, they don't know he the tried prince, the other so. one on Ron, right? Right. Yeah. So he's so he thinks that a lot of these spells, incantations, char- uh, charms, whatever, are kind of for a laugh. Mm-hmm. And um, this one is not, but he doesn't know that. He doesn't know what the prince knows. You know, mm-hmm. if he had, Ron might as well just move into the hospital wing at this point. Truly, Honest, honestly. And so they're sitting beside the common room fire with the other six years, and there's um, some excitement in the air. There was a notice on the board with the date of the first apparition test, and it would be the 21st of April, and they had the option of signing up for extra practice sessions in Hogsmeade. And Ron is panicking after reading this. He's still unable to apparate, and Hermione had already done it twice. Harry had done it once, but he's not able to take the test yet because he would not be 17 for another four months. And when Harry operated, it was like just inside one of those little hoops. Um, Go Harry. (laughs) And so Ron had wasted a bunch of time worried aloud about the test. And now he's struggling to finish this difficult essay that Snape set for them And obviously Hermione has already finished it. Harry legit doesn't care. He fully expects to get low marks on this because he disagrees with Snape on the best way to tackle Dementors. But, you know, he's just going to turn in what he already has. And he's not going to, like, not be himself about it. He's going to write this, disagree, and get a failing grade for it. He does not care. Harry would know, man. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. that That's definitely something I would do. Absolutely it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, like, stay on your ground. <laughs> I, on the other hand, 
would just schmooze my way through <laughs> <laughs> to get the grade. And the wording on this makes me laugh because the author writes tackling dementors. And I know what it means, but all I can see in my brain as I read this is like Harry, like tackling a dementor in like a football kind of way. <laughs> Brings me a little bit of joy. Hermione's really annoyed that Harry is looking for the answer in the potions book, like I said before. And she goes, quote, there's only one way to force someone to do what you want. And that's the imperious curse, which is illegal. Yeah, I know that. Thanks, said Harry, not looking up from the book. That's why I'm looking for something different. Dumbledore says Veritas Serum won't do it, but there might be something else, a potion or a spell. You're going about it the wrong way, said Hermione. Only you can get the memory, Dumbledore says. That must mean you can persuade Slughorn where other people can't. It's not a question of slipping him a potion. Anyone could do that. Yes. Okay. This is incredibly controversial, oh uh, I think. But... I would think with like the stakes, like with what's at stake right now, like is it really that bad to use Imperio? <laughs> I mean, hmm. can, like, I, could you get a memory using Imperio? Sounds like you've got a uh, Dumbledore mentality over there. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just that's... saying it's like for the greater good. Right. It's not yeah. like he's using it for bad exactly he's using it to literally help wizarding like wizard kind it is like going against a person's will though still yeah that seems very that's my question yeah Yeah. where it's like okay like i (laughs) again this sounds bad but like i don't care so much about it like morally being wrong what i care about is (laughs) if it will work or not you know what i'm saying like like, like Dumbledore saying Veritas Serum won't do it. Is that because there's something with, like, getting a memory? He's not speaking it. He doesn't want it verbally from him. He wants the literal memory. Right. Which Veritas Serum won't do. Yeah. So that's why I'm wondering if Imperio would work. Because you were telling him, would make him to extract to the memory. Yeah, I think that that would be a literal last resort type deal if he was going to do that because you want Slughorn on your, to be side. on your side. Yeah. Yeah. And he obviously, if he wanted to do that, he would have done that first thing after he asked him about it, you know? Yeah. Megan. I mean, I'm just saying, Let's like, just this is a forgivable curse to him. It's fine. <laughs> it's a big freaking deal. Like, it is a big deal. But I think that that's, that would probably be a last resort. But I wouldn't put it past Dumbledore to do that if if Harry couldn't get it. Yeah. Ooh. Catherine sits in silence. I'm trying to I coach. I can see both sides. No, I, <laughs> uh, I am actually surprised that Dumbledore didn't just try this off the bat instead of involving Harry, but then it would have been a shorter story. Yeah. He wants him on his side. He literally could have used Imperius, made him take the memory out, and then modified his memory so he didn't know that he did it, and watched the memory and put it back. Correct. See, so here's, like, the other line is, like, does that feel too, like, Voldy for Dumbledore? But then also, like, Dumbledore's done some questionable things in the name of the greater good. Mm-hmm. So, like, where is his line? 
I don't know. I don't. I don't think he has one that stays the same. Yeah, I think it always moves depending on who he's with or what he needs to be done. You know, he just does kind of what he has to, and kind of weighs it out based on what he thinks is okay for him. It's all. It's all what Dumbledore thinks and what Dumbledore thinks is best in that moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Icky, icky. Still love him, though. (laughs) Where am I? Okay. The belligerent. This is great. So (laughs) then out of nowhere. Also, why are you spelling this word? Okay. So you're supposed to be writing about Dementors, right? And so out of nowhere, Ron goes, how do you spell belligerent? Said Ron, shaking his quill very hard, staring at his parchment. It can't be B-U-M. And I laugh because that's a funny joke. Bum. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And Hermione's like, what? (laughs) What quill are you using? This is not normal. And it's one of Fred and George's spell check quills, but the charm must be wearing off. And it's not an essay about dung bombs. And his name isn't Runel Waslib, but hello, it could be. And we really genuinely thank you. Mm For Harry Potter's fake nickname <laughs> later on. It's what my friends call yes. me. <laughs> yes. Our Wi-Fi's name is Runal Waslib. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> and ours is uh, Dagobah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anywho. Man. Hermione says, quote, it's okay, we can fix it. Pulling the essay toward her and taking out her wand. I love you, Hermione, <laughs> said Ron, sinking back into his chair, rubbing his eyes wearily. Oh my gosh, he said he loves her. <laughs> those three little words. You can't just throw those around, sir. Hermione turns pink at this and she tells him not to let Lavender hear him saying that. And he's like, well, maybe I should because then she would break up with him. And Harry is like, you, sir, need to be the person to break up with her if you're feeling this way. Rightfully so, Mr. Potter. Right? Yes, I agree with that. If you are not feeling it, please be honest with somebody else. Yeah, You're not, not string people along. It's not for for you. It's not fair for the other person. Yeah. Oh, no. Ron. Oh, Ron. Oh, Runel. Um. <laughs> so he says, "You haven't ever chucked anyone, have you? You chucked. and Cho just <laughs> chucked." literally throw <laughs> oh my gosh Harry says sort of fell apart yeah um and then ron says i wish that would happen with me and lavender oh my god not okay <laughs> um and hermione is just silent she's silent just fixing ron's misspellings in his essay um, and Ron then says, the more he hints at wanting to finish it, the tighter she holds on. Quote, it's like going out with the giant squid. I bet he'd rather go out with the giant squid right now. I would it's go just, on a date you know, with the giant squid. If you are feeling this way, it's over and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're young. Ron doesn't know how to deal with confrontation. No. What do you you think the giant squid's name is? Harold. Harold? Yes. Harold and Wanwan. 
I like Harold. Sitting in the lake. <laughs> um, I Harry. would go out for sushi. With <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's rude. Uh, listen. <laughs> what? Nothing. What a squid that's eat? That'd be like splitting nugs with a chicken. What, what if you ordered calamari? <laughs> squid. Of the calamari, giant squid's like, ooh, what is this? And be like, it's well, delicious. Squid died, explained. <laughs> I do not think it's delicious, though, so. Nope. Um, Harry, much to his me. dismay, had not found anything useful in his potions notes. See, and squid would like sushi. Pause. We have to talk about this. They eat fish, <laughs> crustaceans, and other cephalopods. Okay. All so right. they literally right. will eat other squids? Yes. Hey, this is Megan from Swish and Flick. I wanted to tell you all about Book of the Month. I love the curated list of books that is available every month. It makes it so easy to find something for you. Book of the Month focuses on new and upcoming authors. It's really helped me to venture beyond my regular genres. I am so excited at the start of every month to see what Book of the Month has picked. And what's better than getting a cute blue box in the mail with a book in it? I was so excited to see this month The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren was a pick. You guys know how much I love their writing. I've already started it, and it's everything you could expect from a Christina Lauren novel. Book of the Month is offering a great intro offer for the month of May. You get your first book for $5 with the code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, and shipping is always free. Head on over to bookofthemonth.com and use code Petals. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Cannibals. But they eat squidding pasta. Vicious. Krill. Plankton. The plankton. Algae. <laughs> plankton. Shramps. Or some people like to say scramps. Lanternfish. Smaller squid. Orange ruffies. Crabs. Clams. How does anything eat a crab? Like a live crab? Like how do you eat that? They well, just crunch it, I guess. It's got pinchers. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> I don't know, Megan. Ask the squid. Ask Harold. <laughs> you know, I appreciate the ocean for what it is. Do you? Yes, because okay. I realize that it's very important to our ecosystem and our, you know, way of life. Correct. Global yes. eco existence. Yeah. Yes, but okay. I also hate it. Oh, mm -hmm. it scares. It scares the heck me out so of much. Me. It scares the poop out of me. The poop. OK. Harry hadn't found anything in his potions 
book and he looks around and they are he realizes they're the only ones left in the common room at this point. And there's a crack in Hermione shrieks. Ron spills ink all over his newly corrected essay. And Harry says, creature. It's time for an update. Give it to us. Master said he wanted regular <laughs> updates on what the Malfoy boy is doing. So Creature <laughs> has come to give. <laughs> Crack. I thought you were doing Creature. I was. And then you went Dobby voice. Creature doesn't got, talk like that. I got confused. Don't she I'll tried, she tried like to recover this. in the middle and was like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fix it going forward. Okay. Sure. Dobby's now arrived. Okay. Dobby has been helping to Harry Potter <laughs> and Creature out to tell Dobby when he and Creature ought to tell Dobby when he's coming to see Harry Potter so that they can make their reports together. And Hermione <laughs> is shocked, but more so about the house elves appearing and less about why they appeared, because I think that at this point she knows that Harry will do anything about M Malfoy. Anyway, mm. she asks Harry what's this about and he hesitates but then does answer and says well well they've been following Malfoy for me oh my god and then creature goes day and night <laughs> 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 and then Dobby says that he hasn't slept in a week and Hermione is not pleased at this information and she like turns to scold Harry and he goes, of course, I didn't tell him not to sleep. Dobby, you can sleep. It's OK. But he also <laughs> wonders if they found anything. So he's like, OK, but like, come on, tell me. Like, what do you find? Yeah, really? And Creature goes, Master Malfoy moves with the nobility that befits his pure blood. His features recall the fine bones of my mistress and his manners are those of Dobby interrupts and goes, Draco Malfoy is a bad boy. A bad boy. <laughs> who? Who? And he shudders. And I love this line. It's like the literal cutest image ever. Dobby shuddered from the tassel of his tea cozy to the toes of his socks and then ran at the fire to like literally dive into it. And Harry catches him and he goes limp and then is like, thank you, Harry Potter. <laughs> Dobby still finds it difficult to speak ill of his old masters. I like how you go, Harry Potter. <laughs> this is just like so wrong on so many levels like the torture that they put this elf through this is serious installation of self-harming and i'm just saying mm. reading this the first time as like a teenager slash child i definitely thought that this was funny mm. and it is definitely not um i found this article though it is a blog called the silver lining and it is called guilt self-punishment and the dobby effect mm. and it is written by a Divya, I believe, is how you say their name. And uh, they talk about mostly Dobby and Chamber of Secrets. Um, but I just want to read this little bit from this article. So it says, every time Dobby does not live up to the expectations of his masters, a.k.a. at this point, the Malfoys, he injures himself. I will admit here that the first time I read this, I thought Dobby was comical. As a 12-year-old girl, punishment felt like a horrible thing which an adult was allowed to give to a child. Not being able to go out with your friends and play just because you scored poorly in your test because you didn't study felt like the most cruel thing in the world. And I am sure I was not the only 12-year-old who felt that way. 
So to 12 year old version of me, Dobby was ridiculous. Who goes to such extreme measures just because they disobeyed some command or order? Well, no one is 12 years old forever. We all grow up. And while our younger selves may have vowed never to treat anyone with such inhumanity as bestowing upon them cruel punishments, the older versions of us realize that punishment is just a mechanism to keep us in order and ensure that we turn out to be fine, upstanding citizens. And many of us, as we grow up, we start overcorrecting ourselves and we start punishing ourselves when we engage in acts that we feel are wrong and therefore feel guilty for the same. Um, I just thought that it was like a good description of like why Dobby still feels this way. Like it's hard to get out of it, especially because like it wasn't like it's one thing if it's apparent to a child and it's valid and there's reasons behind it, not harm, but like a punishment of being like, yes, you can't go out with your friends. But like this is a whole nother level. Like this is abuse. This is terrible. Um, And this is not a parent child relationship. This is an, a master slave yeah. relationship, which is terrible. Awful. Um, so just like putting that in your head as he does this, like it just made me feel like garbage for him. Um, so where was I? Okay. So, Dobby then talks to Creature and tells him that he should know that Draco is not a good master to a house elf Um, because Creature is obviously talking, talking up Draco. And just because he's pure blood and he's related to his mistress and he thinks that he's like, you know, the best ever. Um, so Harry then says, yeah, we don't need to hear about you being in love with Malfoy. Let's fast forward to where he's actually been going. Creature and Creature's trying to tell him literally everything except what he wants to know. So he goes, Master Malfoy eats in the Great Hall. He sleeps in a dormitory in the dungeons. He attends his classes in a variety of. And Harry interrupts him and just goes, Dobby, you tell me. Has he been going anywhere he shouldn't have? Boop, 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 boop. Incoming is a special Dobby report. Boop, boop, beep, bop, bop, boop, bop, beep. <laughs> all right so dobby reports malfoy is breaking no rules as far as dobby can tell but he is keen to avoid detection he's been making regular visits to the seventh floor with a variety of other students who keep keep watch while he enters and harry's like trying to figure this out and all of a sudden he smacks his forehead with his advanced potion making book and he goes the room of requirement so he's like, that's where he's been sneaking off to. And quote, that's what he's doing, whatever he's doing, because Harry still doesn't know. But he's just so, so enamored with what he could possibly be up to. So Harry figures out. Also, Harry figure figures out that's also why he's been disappearing off of the map. So he thinks more and says, I've actually never seen the room of requirement on the map before. And Ron suggests the Marauders might not have known it was there. Who are you kidding? They know every single little nook and cranny of that school, sir. Okay. They Watch yourself. There. Okay. They knew the magic of that room or even putting that on a magic map. Maybe the room has a say, you know? Um, yeah, that's true. Like the room itself says, no, I'm unplottable. I can't be put on there. Right. I like that. Or, because Hermione then says she thinks it's more the, it's more 
just the magic of the room and if you need it to be unplottable it will be so maybe it only shows up as it is so like say it shows mm-hmm. up as a bathroom mm-hmm. then it just says bathroom mm-hmm. or like whatever but if it's unplottable it's obviously not going to show up as anything on there um so harry asked dobby if he managed to get in and have a look at what malfoy is doing and dobby says no sir that's impossible and Harry at once is like, no, it's not impossible because Malfoy got into the DA headquarters last year. So I should be able to get in there and spy on him. No problem. And Hermione's like, hold on a second. Don't I don't think so. Malfoy already knew how to get into that room because here, here it is. Quote, that stupid Marietta had blabbed. It's all her fault. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he Malfoy needed the room to become the DA headquarters, so it did. But Harry doesn't know what the room turns into for Malfoy, so he doesn't know what to ask the room to transform into. Therefore, he should not be able to get in. And Harry's like really dismissive, and he's like, There's gonna be a way around that. Like, it's whatever. Like, he's so confident about the fact that he's gonna be able to get in. And he tells Dobby he did a brilliant job, and Hermione is very kind and goes, Creature did a good job too. Which only earns her a, the mudblood is speaking to Creature. Creature will pretend he cannot hear. Dude, you need to, uh, you're talking out loud. You know, talking out loud. We can all hear you. Um, so Harry sends them both off. He tells Dobby to sleep. Please sleep. And Harry is like stoked. He's like, how good's this? We know where Malfoy's going. We've got him cornered now. And Ron's like, yeah, sure, whatever, because his homework is covered in ink. Because when the elves appeared, he, like, spilled it all over himself after already spelling his name wrong and every other word wrong. Dude's not having a good night. But Hermione helps him again. Do you think that's because he said, I love you? Probs. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) So Hermione comments on how Dobby said there was a variety of students And she's like, how many people are in on this? You would think that Malfoy wouldn't want to trust a lot of people to know what he's up to. Is she coming around to the idea that he is up to something? Maybe. Maybe. And Harry all of a sudden is like, oh my god, I'm so stupid. I just figured it out. He stole Polyjuice Potion from that first potions class when Slughorn had a bunch on all the tables. So it's not a whole variety of students. It's just Crab and Goyle. I think he even says, like, it's just Crab and Goyle as usual because these two just follow along with Malfoy. So Harry jumps up, starts pacing. This part might be a little questionable, but... Okay. So he says they're stupid enough to do what they're told, even if he won't tell them, tell them what he's up to. But he doesn't want them to be seen lurking outside the room of requirement. So he's got them taking polyjuice to make them look like other people. Those two girls I saw when he missed Quidditch. Ha! Crab and Goyle. So Hermione's like, wait, you mean that little girl that I helped who, like, dropped those scales and I repaired them? And Harry's like, yeah. And there was also another girl who dropped Toad Spawn. And Ron mm-hmm. says, it's no wonder that neither of them look happy these days if Malfoy is transforming them into girls. I just wonder if there's any underlying stuff here. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know. I'm sure that there is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think that maybe... Let me look at the sunny side of things. Um, Maybe that... Malfoy chose, aka the author chose, 
to have Crab and Goyle transfer transform into the most opposite, maybe. Right, so like they, a small opposite sex. Yeah, that was yeah. my thought. Like, it's so far from, like... But that's interesting, though, to have him hanging out with, like, randos. I you know agree what I that mean? that's why it was done. I think that what I'm not okay with is Ron's comment. Oh, what did he say? Just, like, him saying it's no wonder they don't look happy, or they don't look happy these days if Malfoy's transforming them into girls. Oh, Yeah. That line is what makes me feel icky, but I do agree that her, her, I mean, again, I don't, who knows what her actual intentions were with that line or whatever she's trying to insinuate here. Yeah. But I could agree that like the point of them becoming young, unassuming girls is that it is, yeah, is as opposite as it can be. Yeah. Yeah. And we also know that Ron says questionable things at times as well. Like that is his character. Right. And I think he's meant to say stuff like that, especially like if I think about um, the house elf stuff and how, you know, he talked about them in five versus wanting to get them out of Hogwarts during the last battle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, his whole view changed that way. So maybe the author has him saying things like this to to um, double down on his arc and the change in his character. Yeah. Yeah. It's my hope. <laughs> I'm open to all thoughts. Obs. Um, so Ron says, I'm surprised they don't tell him to stuff it. And then Harry says, well, they wouldn't, would they, if he's shown them his dark mark? And Hermione is still skeptical about this and says the dark mark we don't know even exists. And Harry just says, we'll see. And Hermione's like, yes, we will. And we do. <laughs> and we do. And she's incorrect. And she's wrong. <laughs> yeah. So she tells Harry, before you get all excited, I don't think you're going to be able to get into the room of requirement without knowing what's there first. Quote, and I don't think you should forget, she gave him a very serious look, that what you're supposed to be concentrating on is getting that memory from Slughorn. If only Harry knew how fast time was ticking. Right. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. And that's the end of this part one. <laughs> of three. Of three. Again. Yes. I don't think I said that earlier in the episode. This is one of three. And congratulations. You all get to hear a little Jamesy boy. <laughs> you hear the little baby coughs. Hello, buddy. He keeps staring at my mic and playing with my headphone cord. <laughs> That's what Alana um, would do. That is what Alana used to do. <laughs> now uh, she's watching Encanto. Oh my god. I actually just put that on, like, some of the songs from the soundtrack on whenever we were driving home from, I think the Mickey's Not So Scary. Hmm. Listened to Surface Pressure and Bruno. Okay. <laughs> the lightning bolt round. Oh, you like that sound, Gene. <laughs> Kim asks, what do you think Snape's idea of the best way to tackle Dementors is? 
whatever uh, the opposite of Remus Lupin's idea was. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know because isn't there just like one way? I know. It's like, well, what else isn't do you it a do Patronus? Yeah, but what do you like? Say you cannot produce. You die, Catherine. Corporal... No, you don't die, but you know. <laughs> Your soul gets you sucked. Soul. Corporeal. I always say that word. I know that drives some people nuts. They cannot say that word right. But you know what? I am corporeal. Who I, am. I think you're right. I don't know. Do I don't know. I thought like, that there was only one way. Yo, Dementor. Can we have like a little sit down chat? How you feeling? <laughs> you all right? What you doing? Where you, Where at? you at? Oh, you got plans. <laughs> you don't say that. Shut your trap. I'm sipping wine. <laughs> <sighs> That's your song, huh? Um, Chelsea asks, what word do you all wish you had a spell check quill for? Um, mm. Oh, crud. What is it? There's a word that I can never spell right. Shoot. Definitely. McGonagall. For some reason, uh, I can't real. spell definitely right. Like ever. Mm-hmm. I can quite literally never spell McGonagall correctly, which is why I now will only type McG. <laughs> oh, well, I'm like, is it two L's? Mm-hmm. I'm like, is it two L's, two, two N's, two, N's, like, what is it? I know. <laughs> Katie, what are you? Mine isn't that I don't know how to spell it. It's just that I always type it incorrectly. Like, my fingers have not ever learned. It's the word just, J-U-S-T. It always types it. My hands always type it J-S-U-T. And like it never autocorrects, <laughs> so it just always looks stupid every single time. Ah, uh, Jenny Fire. For some Anyone reason, that ends in sieve. <laughs> right. Yeah, receive is hard. My receive uh, is hard. My phone Vacuum. likes to say the word duck a lot. Uh huh. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Inappropriate. <laughs> Vacuum. Is it two C's or two U's? Two U's. Two and U's. I will never forget that because that two word. U's. Knocked me out of a spelling bee in grade school, <gasps> and I was so mad. The worst. She didn't make the spelling bee, James. <gasps> I know, I was a failure. Funny. He's smiling at it, though. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, broccoli. One. I always Kendra. have to overseas. Oh, broccoli. Yeah. Kendra asks, what would be your name if the spell check was <laughs> charm was running out when you wrote it? <gasps> Teeth. Teeth Omely. Omely. O M U L L Y. Oh, H. Put an H in there. Yeah, that's good. M U H L E. Omely. Teeth Omely. Megub. Megub. Because the B is right by the N. I actually did that one time. I fat fingered whenever I was typing Katie's name on a freaking flight ticket i remember that i remember that oh my god i had a panic attack but you had to call they the airline it. yeah she's louise that was scary she's louise. She's i don't louise. know what our last name would be petri dish petri, petri dish. dish mega petri dish i don't know what, Katie, my what are you be. who are you no. rather what if know. it just changed it to cat yeah <laughs> i was gonna yeah. say kitty Cat. That's too nice. Cat. She loves True. that. Give her some cream. What else do we got? Kara, I wonder if you can avoid the effects of Veritaserum if you have convinced yourself that the truth is the modified form of the memory, whether out of delusion, sheer will, or guilt. 
bro Disgust. that is deep and i am here for it yeah <laughs> oh, i agree go. i think yeah because it's true. what your brain it's what your brain thinks right mm-hmm. i mean has, or does your, not going oh, to just change what you actually believe you are going to just mm-hmm. speak your truth mm-hmm. yes your you, truth. that's very I, good i feel like we all know someone and maybe it's just my experience we all know someone who believes their own lies Mm. and Mm -hmm. if that's true to them that's what they're gonna that's what they're gonna spew out yeah dude phil is struggle bussing tonight he's a teenager kara um (laughs) nope rope if you were one of malfoy's lookouts who would you transform into Hmm. If I'm, okay, so I have to be one of mouth. Oh yeah, nobody that's good. would question it. Crookshanks. Oh, but you would again turn into Hermione. I'm okay with that. But Are you half cat? So you can't have a come back to yourself by that's yourself. Fine. I'll be half cat. Oh my god, you would thrive that way. <laughs> I would. Uh, oh, hey, hey, be nice to me. Um, I don't know, James. Who would you be? Pansy Parkinson. Because <laughs> she probably wouldn't ask questions. Mm, he would just true. be like, mind your business. And she'd be like, yep. all right. All right. That's it. All righty. Who wants a fan story? Me. Please. No, I'm fighting God. Okay. This fan story comes from Sophie from January of 2021. Hi, gals. This is my Potter story. I'm a Slytherin through and through. My wand is Maplewood with a phoenix feather core, 13 inches, and slightly springy flexibility. My Patronus is a Manx cat. I'm jealous. When I was in my first year of secondary school, year 7 in England, so about 11 or 12. Grade 11 or 12, I believe. Right? No, age. Oh, age 11 age. 12. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks, friends. We read Philosopher's Stone in English. I had heard of Harry Potter before we started reading the book as the film was coming out the same year or or had I or had. I can't remember as it was so long ago. Oh, man, writing this out has made me feel so old all of a sudden. <laughs> Anywho, I digress. I hadn't been bothered about reading the books before as being dyslexic reading can be a chore and not pleasure. But as soon as we started reading the books, I didn't want to stop. Only our set in English was reading the book set four or five as it was deemed an easier read than other books. I was disappointed when the film came out that so much was left out. Preach. Mm -hmm. But realize now that this is what, quote, they do. I didn't (laughs) read the other books as I find it so hard, but I would listen to them on audiobook, and I still do to this day, being more and more immersed each time. We went to see the films in the cinema when they came out. My stepmom took my little brother and I to see The Chamber of Secrets and fell asleep. She woke up just as we were introduced to the basilisk. Woo! (laughs) Knowing that we were going to jump knowing that we were going to jump at him jumping out we still talk about that to this day she's also told us that we still that she still doesn't like potter she's too pragmatic in (laughs) 2009 i moved from stratford upon avon to glasgow where i had a really tough time with abusive boyfriends and being homeless at points it was a really worrying time for me and my family i would listen to harry potter and it was a comfort i never cried watching a film growing up and my mom and brother would call me hard heart hannah (laughs) They cried watching they cried watching Free Willy. He could swim under the ring of fire and it wasn't real. <laughs> oh but my Harry god. Potter. Free Willy. <laughs> Free Willy. 
But Harry Potter changed that. When Sirius died, I cried like a baby when listening mm -hmm. to Jim Dale read it. And when I saw it happen on screen, I ended up going to see Deathly Hallows Part 2 on my own as I knew I was going to cry like a baby. As soon as the War Warner Brothers sign came up, I started crying and barely stopped. I, I feel that on a personal level. <laughs> Dude, yes. That Warner Brothers symbol gets me every time. Yeah. <laughs> Snape's you death too. hit me hard. And I cried when that happened more than anything. I know there's controversy when it comes to him, but I love his character arc. And still to this day, I'm unsure how much anyone should have trusted him. I heard a baby. I sometimes <laughs> think he wasn't on anyone's side, but more on his own side, trying to survive. When Alan Rickman died, I was six months pregnant with my eldest. My junior in the salon told me he died and I was a hormonal mess crying in the salon, going home yeah. early. I decided I know what's best. I'll watch De Deathly Hollows part two and fell asleep. I woke up just as the music was playing while Ron, Harry, Ron and Hermione were running over the courtyard to get to the boat shed. I blubbed so much that I was almost inconsolable that music still gets me now. Truly, though. My mom took me to the studios in London before I was pregnant. She had been bitten by a horsefly or stung by a hornet a few weeks before and wasn't over it yet. Her leg had swollen up loads and I had to push her in a wheelchair. It did, however, get us past a few lines. She said she had never seen me in my element as much as she did that day. My partner and I are planning to take our two boys when they are bigger. My eldest is almost five and will watch the films with me. I caught him singing along to the theme tune. When he was born, I called him Voldemort so much that... Most of my friends would also call him Poldy. <laughs> Why? Because he is bald. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> my youngest is almost seven months and I've started him watching the films. The salon I used to work in was next to the first Wizarding World shop in Glasgow. The Root of Magic. They made the shop look like the Forbidden Forest. My then Ooh. boss and myself were the first people to get to go in and have a look. Prior to it opening, as they knew we were big Potter fans. Also for banging on our walls for six months. I remember my boss turning to me and saying, I'm trying not to cry, it's so amazing. And I was already crying. <laughs> Fast forward on, when I broke up with my son's father and moved into my own place, I didn't have any internet or TV. One of my friends recommended your podcast. While I was at work, I would use their internet to download the podcast to listen to. And it's like having pals to chat with. I have to remember you can't hear me when I'm talking back to you. I'm slowly but surely catching up. I have just started Order of the Phoenix with yourselves. My now partner came with me to see Fantastic Beasts Crimes of Grindelwald with me on our fourth date. We had been to a comedy club the night before getting home at 1am, work at 9am the next day. I ended up falling asleep on his shoulder. He doesn't let me forget it. The Wizarding World has <laughs> so many good memories for me. Harry Potter will always be so special to me and has helped me through so much in my life. Thank you, gals, for doing your podcast and making me more of a Wizarding World yeet. We're going to make sure that our children are just as much immersed in the Wizarding World that they think they're going to Hogwarts when they're 11 and have, and have the letter sent to them. Hoping <laughs> you are well. Yours truly, Sophie, age 31 and three quarters. I love that. Sophie, thank you so much for your story. That was a great story. It was. Thank you so much. I love everything. I love mm. everything. I really want to go I'm back. I'm really to connected and... with you on that WB symbol. Like, yeah, that stands out to me. I'm like, yes, other people do it too. <laughs> Literally, me and Meg have a picture of us at the end of that movie, and like our eyes are like almost swollen shut. And they're yeah. so red from us just like sobbing the whole time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's it was a happy sad day. Yeah. 
So, Sophie, thank you for sharing your story. Here's a joke. Yes. Why can't students write with a broken quill? I don't know, Katie. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it's pointless. Oh, my gosh. That's good. Nice. Nice. All right. If you'd like to, you can follow the three of us on social media. Myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok at the Peaches family. And Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at Tiff Swish underscore flick. Yeesh. Tiff, what you up to? Currently, I'm holding a very cute boy. Who keeps batting at my microphone because <laughs> it's hanging <laughs> above him. Um, I don't know. I just have been doing um, my ab rehab. Been going on lots of walks. It's finally the first day of fall. Happy fall. And today felt like it here in Ohio. It was a great morning. It was cool and breezy. And then came the rain. So I was like, oh, you're typical Ohio fall. Mm, I don't know. Well, not really. I'm not really doing much. I'd keep bouncing around books. So I'm still like reading little bits of Wings and Ruin and uh, Salem's Lot. Finishing out listening to Deathly Hollows. I bought a, well, I use an Audible credit. So I technically bought a Christina Lauren book, right? Yeah, you did. What did I, which one did I get? I can't remember. What I the did. Soulmate Equation, I think. Uh, yes, I did. I got the Soulmate Equation. So when I'm done with Deathly Hollows, I'll start that. And if I like it, I have two more credits that I haven't used. You can tell that I haven't been consuming as much content lately because i'm not going to work so right. like i'm not d- driving or having like planning periods which is that's when i like throw an airpod in and just like listen to my books um but i'll get back to it i go back uh mid to end october and we'll get back to it sir sir but yeah that's me <laughs> Um, I'm trying to remember if I said that I finished the book by the book. I think you did. From the last time that we recorded. I also started, and by started, I mean I read the character list in the prologue for Shady Hollow, which is like this little woodland creature mystery novel. Um, And I'm also still in the middle of the Paris apartment. I started listening to that again because I listen on my drive to and from work. Um, and I am enjoying that as well. I think that whenever I finish that, I might start Mist and Fury. It's a good one. Yeah. (laughs) I have only read Mist and Fury once. Can you believe that? No, I mean, same. So I really, really, really want to, um, reread that again. So, yeah. But other than that, um... Jess, I know. Yes, I've literally only read it once. I've only um, read it once, the whole series once. And yeah, I feel like I also everybody but oh, Sarah shoot. did, right? Sarah's the only one yeah. that reread them about eighteen thousand times. I need to read <laughs> Kingdom of Ash. Yes, you do. You oh, need to but it's freaking finish. Be sad. I don't wanna. Well, <laughs> rip it off, band aid. <sighs> That's all I got. Okay, Katie, go. We're on James time right now. 
Let's see. I am reading. Well, I'm listening to Love and Other Words when I run. And I had mentioned that I'm afraid to start two books at once, but then I started reading a physical book as well. So I'm listening to that and I'm reading Anxious People. And it's really different and really good. I'm probably like maybe almost halfway through that one. But both of them so far are really good. I have not gotten characters confused. That's what I was worried about. I was worried about mixing up stories. I so think I'm like, okay. <laughs> I feel like if the stories are different enough, you don't have to worry about that. Love, in other words, yeah. is so good. So far, it's really, really good. And I truly don't know how to run without listening to a book anymore. I don't I don't know. So are, I'm you gonna, you're are you going to listen books. to a book on your half marathon that you're running in two days? Probs. I'm a little nervous about it. You're going to do great. I'm nervous. You know why else I'm nervous? Because it's not a Disney race. It'll be fun. <laughs> it'll still be fun. I know it's it not going to be as good. <laughs> but no, like, it's not going to be as good. But there's it'll not going to be like Disney music at, at a corner and then like, oh, look, yourself. there's Mickey. Oh, look. There's Goofy. Oh, look, there's a character that you don't ever see unless it's a race, you know, that like pushes yeah. you through. Yeah. <sighs> it's going to be okay, though. Yeah, maybe Boring. I will pump up some Disney music for myself. I'll put a little yeah. playlist together. You should. Why not? But that's yeah, what you're training happening. for. Yep, yep. That's happening. Um, I've, I will be updating via Instagram and, and Swish and Fit. I haven't given a shout out to that in a while. Yeah. Katie posts in there all the time. Yeah, I post in there all the time. It's fun. Just, you know, people doing movement things, you know, like it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It's not, you know, we don't we don't deal with all that diet culture stuff. It's just like feel good no. feel good movement life. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so check it out if you want to. But other than that, I don't know. I think that's about it trying to yeah. trying to have patience with my puppy <laughs> <laughs> he's doing better he is no and we got a lot of really process. good tips we got a lot of really good tips from our trainer yesterday that i'm excited about and it's like because i just want to do well but sometimes i don't know what i'm doing so like she's he's just mm -hmm. having really bad food aggression so we're trying to work with oh, that because yeah i don't want he's doing it like with the cats and like i don't want him to hurt i mean it's it's not that bad but I'm he guards. I don't want it to get to that. So we're yeah. trying to No, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, you're doing the right. It's thing. like they'll just walk through the living room and he'll like growl and run to his dish. It's like, sir, they are nowhere near your food. And <laughs> I don't even care. They literally yeah, don't really. care about your bowl. <laughs> we had a really good training sesh yesterday. We're trying to teach him to jump he through our so arms good. as a hoop. Yeah, we're doing like fun little tricks too. He's doing yeah. good with the fun little tricks. He hates doing rollover though. But it's so cute. I asked Probably him to not. do rollover the other day and he literally yelled at me. Good. For like a solid two minutes. <laughs> like Tell he her. just he just like kept staring at me and barking, like, absolutely not. I'm not gonna do rollover. Well then, sir, you're not getting T R E A T. Look at this mini podcaster. Hi, what a little dude. Look at you. I'll get no, to you see can't even hear me, but. this James this weekend, and I'll get to see a different James next weekend. <laughs> so many James. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't think that anybody got bingo this session. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Oh, but. Oh. Cough it out, man. The Ooh, house man. standings are Ravenclaw with 1,050. Oh, Hufflepuff with 680, Slytherin with 585, and Gryffindor with 400. 
Gryffindor, I need you guys to show up to the chat. Doing? <laughs> I tried my best. I don't know how it works, but I tried my best. Cuckoo, whatever. Go birds. <laughs> claws are killing it. Yes. Slytherins. Right. We Where need to we unite at? here. Good We're job, Ravenclaws. Showing up for the sauce. <laughs> Showing up for the sauce monster. <laughs> I can't look at that. I can't watch the gift <laughs> of her falling. I it's literally... so good. It's so good. Oh my That's god. A, that is a core memory. As soon yes. as it happened, it yep. was a core memory. And it was mm-hmm. live and it was great. Oh my All right. God. Well, I've got a squirm worm here. James, if you could talk, what would you say this was for? For squids and squirms. For squids and squirms? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Our squirmy you little say squid. Anything? Are you a squirmy squid? You gonna say anything? Or you're just gonna growl. I understand. Oh, okay. Well, that's not what we wanted you to say. You gotta say happy things, not wah wahs. Splutes and squids. <laughs> For a squid meal. For Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For Squidward and clarinets. Oh my god. Mediocre clarinet <laughs> all right guys that concludes this week's episode thank you so much oh okay thank you so much for listening (laughs) and don't let the muckles get you down amazing my voice bounce like a jeans bounce like a jeans jeans bounce like a jeans bounce like a jeans that made you laugh yesterday. Bounce like a jeansy bounce, bounce like a jeansy bounce. He's smiling. He just got like fifty fingers in his mouth. That's what he likes to do. I know it- how to count. Yeah. Just oh my god. Okay. Ready, Eddie, Freddy, buddy? I'm ready. Okay. Eight. Bye, Swishers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.